Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. Today in the studio. Hi, this is Tyra Banks, and I co-authored Perfect is Boring with my mother, Carolyn London. Our book is about so many wonderful things. It's really about being raw and real and not being ashamed to speak the truth. And I get that from my mom. Growing up, I could ask her any and everything, whether it be about sex, drugs, dating, relationships, did not matter. She would answer me honestly. And then as I grew older and saw my friends and their parents, their parents would like get all nervous and, oh, I can't talk about this and I can't say this. And my mom and I looked at each other and was like, you know what? Let's join forces and blow away this whole taboo topic thing that parents and kids and moms and daughters, no matter what age, even fathers and sons, for some reason can't talk about. And that's how we came up with this book. And I got to say, it, uh, it'll make you blush in a lot of different places. It'll make you tear up. It'll make you laugh. But in the end, I think it's going to really, really inspire you because there's just so much, oh my gosh, stuff in it. Narrating our audiobook was interesting. I mean, I do a lot of voiceovers for America's Next Top Model. Coming up on America's Next Top Model, the girls go to da-da-da, you know, like I do that all the time for 24 cycles. That's almost 17 years of the show. And so I'm used to doing voiceover and narration. However, this amount of time, my mouth started doing these weird, like involuntary click ribbits. It was weird. There are certain words that I would just get like stuck on and I couldn't get it perfect. And I had to do what you call punch in, which you have to pause and you just say that part of the sentence. And then, you know, the editor then makes it inside of the book, like, flow nicely. So here I am thinking, oh, I could do this with my eyes closed until I got to a certain point. There are many stories that I tell, and a lot of those stories I have either cried when it was happening or cried when talking about it or even writing it. But there's one particular point in the book where during the audio session, I started crying and I thought about pausing and starting over, but I was like, no, just keep rolling. I'm going to just go through it and be raw and real. And I never cried about it in my adult years, but I don't know what about being in the audio booth, reliving that and rehashing it. It made me see that. I think it was almost a a moment where I realized if I didn't rectify that situation that I was in, and it has to do with my modeling career and a very huge client that everybody in America and around the world knows, if I didn't rectify that situation, maybe I wouldn't be here to be able to tell my story. So I think it was this full circle thing of that was a moment in my life where I took control of something, and I'm here to be able to tell you about it. Another thing is my mom, she started crying at a point that I didn't expect her to cry about. She was very brave and decided to continue to read even though she was crying too, and I take my hat off to her for feeling brave enough and honest enough to say, you know, I'm crying and let's just keep going. Let's just go and be real. The word or phrase that I had some serious trouble pronouncing was, okay, here I go, New York City Chinese Chotsky, New York City Chinese Chotsky, New York City Chinese Chotsky, Chotsky? Chotsky. New York City Chinese Chotsky shop. New York City ch- <laughs> I'm really excited about the ability to be able to tell a story with my voice. 
so much of my career is about being on camera and performing, whether it's in front of a still camera, whether it's on a runway in my past, whether it's on television with the cameras rolling and everybody can see my face and can see my facial expressions. But to be able to sit here and to tell stories and to not have people be able to see, but to paint pictures with my voice was a really wonderful experience. And it was nice to see that that's a skill that I didn't know I had. So it's really nice. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would choose Tiffany Haydish to read my audiobook. <laughs> she would be so hilarious and be like, so I tried to sing, right? And like, I got in that studio and Pharrell was looking at me and he was fine as hell with that butterscotch skin and then Marcona almond eyes. And I was like, damn, you fine. And I can't sing and my tongue is tired, but I can wrap my tongue around you. You know, like she would like ad lib and do all this crazy stuff. My mom read to me with such energy and all of the characters' voices and all of the body movements and just like over the top. And now I read to York like that. There's one that I read to him and it's called I Can Do It Too. And I've read it so much that I know it by heart. And I do it as a song and I add sound effects. At breakfast time, when we get up, dad pours some juice into his cup. I can do it too. I can do it too. So we do the whole book like that. I don't know if that's how the author wanted it to be read. And there's definitely no in the book, but like I add that to it. And that's because my mom was so like that when she read to me. My advice for authors to narrate their book would be, especially if it is your story, especially if it is nonfiction, memoir, autobiography, just tell the stories. Don't worry about the words being perfect. You can always go back if you skipped the word, if you flubbed a line. But if it's your story, tell your story. Don't read your story. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.